This episode of From the Cheap Seats is brought to you by Covert Hawkins Architects. We are back week nine. Well, really week 11 or 12. I, I can't do the math right now, but episode eight nonetheless. This is From the Cheap Seats. I am Dylan Thompson, and thank you for hanging in there and letting me get everything figured out. But I can officially say that we are back. We are back for good. Weekly episodes will be coming out. I'm currently recording this at 11 p.m. on the Monday night of Labor Day. Um, but we will go back to the uploads happening either late Sunday nights or a very early Monday morning upload. So not only are we back, but college football is back. And man, was Saturday fun. Uh, well, Thursday was fun, starting off with the IU Ohio State football game that that was it. Well, it was fun for the first half, and then it kind of drifted off. Um, Ball State almost pulled off a, a win against uh, Illinois. That was exciting to at least listen to while I was driving back home from school here. Uh, but the the team that's really showed out was Penn State, and I, I tell you what, Penn State definitely has a lot to prove as they. I really think they got snipped uh, last year, not making it into that Final Four playoff realm. Um, all I can say is that if a team makes it in with two losses this year, there will be some havoc to be raised. But it's an exciting time of year, and college football is here. NFL football is almost here, and that is where we start episode number eight. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, and first of all, I'm a Steelers fan, so it's been rough um, not seeing him come to training camp. Um but apparently his reason was because he was worried about injury. Now, I get it, but you're getting paid to play football, and that's what happens. Um, I, I really wish he would have showed up earlier and signed the extension earlier and gotten this thing underway. But I guess when you're one of the best running backs in the league, you, you can do that. Uh I don't agree with it. I think Bell should have been there with the rest of the team. I know Big Ben is he's getting he's getting I mean he's not old, but for the amount of hits that he takes and the style he plays to just let those hits happen. It's doing some wear and tear. I think this might even be Big Ben's last last season. Um and the way Bell has talked this year during the off season, it might be his last season too. Uh and maybe not in the NFL, but maybe the last season with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Which, as a Steelers fan, it's hard to say that, and it hurts a little bit coming out. But I really think Pittsburgh has a really nice shot this year to obtain that seventh ring. Last year was a close year. Played played very well last year. Had, had some hiccups in, in the postseason. Don't like talking about the postseason last year. And New England was just unreal. I mean, New England will still be unreal this year. But I think that AFC matchup could go Pittsburgh's way and get them into the Super Bowl this year. And I hope to see it happen. It would be great because I really don't know what we're going to have next year with, with Roethlisberger and Bell seeming to be on the way out. Not something I like talking about. But anyway, uh, more on the NFL, Ezekiel Elliott. And I talked about this 
previously in, in some episodes. So, to catch up, Elliot kind of got in some trouble, not really because it was false accusations. So, he really didn't do anything. He's just getting blamed because that's what the NFL does. I don't know. But anyway, it was had some controversy, had a little bit of an investigation going on whether he actually committed a domestic violence crime against a young lady. Um, it came out to be that nothing happened. The, you can, They even found traces and evidence that the young lady who accused him literally told her friends to lie about it to make it believable that he really did it. So, Elliot is innocent, first of all. NFL comes back and serves him a six-game suspension for being innocent. And their reason was because he caused the NFL stress or what, whatever, whatever. And wow. This doesn't make sense to me. I, I get maybe one or two games, but six games and he was innocent? What's going to happen if if someone does commit that? And what are you going to suspend them then? Well, I mean, obviously, it, it, that'll be a whole other thing. But six games and not, and he was innocent. So, obviously, Elliot, as any other smart, rational human being would do, appealed the call or, or the decision on that suspension. Now, we're waiting to hear back from the NFL to see where that appeal goes. I really think that answer will be given Tuesday. Uh, like I said, I'm recording this m- late Monday night. So as you're hearing this, if, you hear, if you're listening to it as soon as it comes out, you're probably listening to it Tuesday, September 5th. I believe that decision will come out to that day or today if you're listening to it. I, I don't know. The days are confusing. Tuesday, September 5th, I believe the answer will come out. And I, I would like to believe I gotta believe that maybe the suspension won't be as harsh they at least take some games off I mean I, I've said it before Big Ben got in some trouble and I love Big Ben he's really turned his life I, I say turned his life around because he hasn't gotten in trouble but really he wasn't guilty either so maybe he really never turned his life around he was always just a good guy but even to be in that situation it raises some red flags anyway but I mean, Big Ben settled down, has a beautiful wife, beautiful kids, and you know, it, he, he's past that. But I mean, he got in some trouble, and I mean, he was two to four games, and that was a sexual assault charge, and a domestic violence is, is going to serve six, and like it, it's there, there's proof that she 100% fakely accused him. Six games is irrational. Hope that appeal comes out and the decision of that appeal comes out. And I'm done talking about Elliot. And he serves two games at most. Because anything above two is just dumbfounded. Also, really hurts the Cowboys. He's an essential part of that Cowboys offense. Now, Prescott is, is a very good young quarterback and will probably be able to win most of the games that Elliot is suspended. But with that being said, you still, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in smash mouth football. We're going to run the ball. And that's what Elliot does. Very good running back. Now, I, I try to stay away from this topic. 
but I've got to. The Ball family. It's a joke to me. It really is. Support your kids. LeVar, I'm glad you support your kids. But you really... I I, I say I thought that he kind of dampened the potential effects of his son's draft stock. But obviously he didn't as he went two. He went number two. So to Lakers and I mean they're they're basically building a franchise around him now. But LeVar Ball is uh, as a media guy and seeing LeVar Ball almost run the media. It's blasphemy. I don't understand why we let stupid people get famous. That is what is wrong with the world. Very controversial time right now as a lot is going on wrong with the world but from a media aspect and strictly a media aspect the fact that stupid things and stupid people are depicted in media as famous and are all over the tv is just unreal the catch me outside girl from dr phil i mean what is that a girl that was disrespecting her mother that's what it is she's a millionaire now from tv deals and everything that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. LeVar Ball. He's he's smack talking to Charles Barkley. He's smack talking to LeBron James. He's smack talking to LeBron James about LeBron James' kids. It's a joke. He's on first take arguing with Stephen A. Smith. Not a huge fan of Stephen A. as it is, but to bring... LeVar Ball on the show and have him have more TV time and this time you're even promoting the TV time? You're literally putting him on TV? Why? But anyway, apparently LeVar is is the new Stephen A and knows all about the NBA. He's calling shots in the NBA. He's the new analyst for the NBA. I mean, Bleacher Report, gosh, I, I, I love you guys. You guys really take very unique angles and and dish out some things that the normal ESPN wouldn't really cover because they don't really feel like it's that important to cover. But why are you writing a story about him and him saying things about LeBron and that LeBron's going to L.A. because apparently that's what LeVar thinks. LeVar thinks LeBron's going to L.A. I, I talks about it earlier. Apparently LeBron's going to L.A. After his contract's over, LeBron's going to L.A. He's going to L.A. That's what LeVar thinks. Why Why is that a story? I mean, seriously. It just doesn't make sense. LeVar Ball should not be famous. LeVar Ball shouldn't be a name that I'm saying to you into this microphone right now. There's no topic. And I hate talking about him because I'm such a hypocrite. Dang it. For talking about him when I was just talking about the media. Shouldn't be talking about him. And now I'm talking about him. Ugh. Now I'm getting mad at myself. But this is just dumb. And the Catch Me Outside Girl, it's dumb. I just don't get it. But speaking of LeBron, I I don't see LA. I I don't see LA. 
again, and I, I've said it in, in recent episodes, prior episodes, if LeBron wants another ring, then take a pay cut. Everyone hates on Kevin Durant. Guess what Kevin Durant did? Took a pay cut. That's how he's on the Warriors. No one thinks about that. That's how bad he wanted the ring. To take a pay cut. It's not about talent. It's not about him being scared to do it himself. It's not about him not being talented enough to do it himself. He took a pay cut to play with those guys. He went from the second highest paid player to the 13th highest paid player. That's how big of a pay cut he took to be in Golden State. And no, LeBron's not going to take a pay cut. You know, we have the Kyrie trade, and things are heating up there. Um, if that trade even goes through with Boston. Um, now the Cavaliers are getting some other looks. And I, if LeBron has Isaiah Thomas with him, now I, I'm definitely taking Irving over Thomas. But Isaiah Thomas is a different dynamic part of an offense. It's He's not Kyrie. But maybe his role is a little different that makes the Cavaliers a little better. Honestly, up until the Boston trade seemed so prominent, I I really thought Kyrie was going to go somewhere and LeBron was going to follow him after his contract was up. Kyrie going to a team with... With a few all stars, a, a few a, a better bench, let's say, than the Cavs have, and then LeBron would follow after the extension was up. Now that the Boston thing seems so prominent, I really don't see LeBron going to Boston if it happens. I mean, that would be a a pretty good team you throw in Hayward up there Hayward yeah I haven't seen him play in a Celtics jersey so we really don't know what all that has entailed and Brad Stevens you know me being an Indiana guy I love Brad Stevens I'm fairly upset that he's not coaching in the NCAA anymore but Stevens is a very good coach and even I don't even know if he gets to show his skills in the NBA because what's there really to coach in the NBA? You, you maybe you draw up some out of bounds pieces, but really you're they're playing pickup basketball with referees and getting paid a lot of money for it. It's basically all I see anymore. Bunch of offense, not a lot of defense. But who knows where LeBron's going? And why are we talking about it? It's a year away. It's a year away. So I've been gone for a little bit, and I haven't been able to talk about the moneymaker of a Floyd-Mayweather matchup that happened. Unfortunately, Mayweather took it, and after seeing that fight, I felt dumb even thinking that McGregor could beat Mayweather in boxing. Mayweather just flat-out played him. Played him. McGregor had no idea what was coming. But the the real ones who got played were us, were the fans. We got played. I'll get to that in a little bit. But just know that you and I, you and I got played by those two gentlemen. 
So speaking of the fight, McGregor looked really good in the first three rounds. I really think the first three rounds should have gone McGregor way, McGregor's way, rather. I think the first and second went to Connor, and the third went to Mayweather. Um, I also think the fourth went to Mayweather as well. I really thought that if Connor had a chance, it had to be he had to get the knockout within the first three to four rounds. Um, after round five came upon him, and you could see it too, he was really tired. And that's that's how Mayweather played him. May, Mayweather, I think he almost might have saved his energy a little extra and let McGregor swing a little bit. He played it very well. Uh, he he was very appealing to McGregor, um, not really fighting that much. Um, Connor honestly probably thought he had it won. But once we got into the later rounds, you obviously could see who the boxer was and who the MMA fighter was. Now, what I would love to see, obviously, is every fan would would be Mayweather in the octagon, but that'll never happen. Uh, and that would be an easy match for McGregor to win. But another thing about that fight, I'm also very upset that it got called so early. I'm not much of a boxing guy, so I don't know. I only see it in movies. I To me, I thought that... For Mayweather to win on a knockout, McGregor would have to be on the ground and knocked down for 10 seconds. I'm pretty sure I've seen a Muhammad Ali video of that or something. I could also be lying to you. Sorry for not being educated. But, I mean, that's that's what I thought boxing was. You know, you have the MMA where they're going at it. And they're going until someone is unconscious or taps out or something's broken. McGregor wasn't even on the ground yet. Yeah, you could tell he was getting pretty messed up. But if the whole 10-second thing is true, which, again, I have no idea, but maybe he could have used those 10 seconds to to regroup. You know, I I thought that McGregor was playing Mayweather uh, in, in the late rounds and, and was not fighting to make all of us at home think that he was getting tired and about to lose and then somehow run back with power. But I was played. But again, like I said earlier, we were all played. This was a a moneymaker. That's all this was. McGregor likes to fight. That's why he was the one they went with. Mayweather is all about the money. All the promos you see of McGregor making fun of Mayweather. You you see Mayweather throwing the Irish flag. McGregor constantly making fun of Mayweather, constantly. There were a few posts on McGregor's Instagram that were pretty solid roasts towards Mayweather. But they're in it for the money. That's, that's all the fight was. I, I told you, the reason they went smaller gloves was to make us think, oh, oh, McGregor has a better chance now. Mayweather fought with those size gloves that they used almost every fight. 47 of the fights Mayweather fought were with those size gloves. He's only fought three with the bigger gloves. Mayweather putting out comments saying that I think McGregor probably has the advantage. He's younger. McGregor didn't have the advantage. 
Mayweather saying he's going to do a different fighting style. Now, you could argue that he did, but he also wasn't going against a boxer. The only reason he attacked in those late rounds was because McGregor was done and it was obvious. But he fought the same way he always does in the beginning rounds. It was it was a huge moneymaker and we got played. That's all that happened. Now, did I enjoy it? Yes, it was great for both sports. Great promotional job for both sports. But I am upset how it happened. And something great, I don't know if you saw this, but and and I just love sports. I love athletes. I love athletes who love love the game. Seeing Conor McGregor apologize to Dana White makes me feel like we maybe didn't get played too much. That, but I'm sure. I mean, obviously McGregor is gonna want to win. Uh, but saying I'm sorry to Dana White, that's something. And, you know, of course Dana White is saying no, don't be sorry. Even taking that fight was enough for McGregor. But, you know, the things they said to each other, and you see them hugging each other and everything, it's the gentleman thing to do right, maybe right after the fight, but a, a couple days after, no. No. We got played. We got played. Well, I am uberly excited to to say that we're finally in this for the long haul and it's great to be able to feel again that i don't have to worry about the next episode and then i can assure you that an episode will be coming out the next sunday night or early monday morning so actually less than a week but yes hopefully next week i can have some good news for you about a future episode i have a real nice idea hopefully i can get it done But I'm going to go ahead and hop on out of here. Be looking for episode 9 in less than a week.